Welcome back to episode six of the Over the Border podcast. I'm your host, Justin. Along with me, as per usual, are the boys. Kyle, how are you feeling tonight? Feeling great. We are just starting Feast Week, which for those of you that don't know, American Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Feast Week means that we have games during the day, games after work, basically just games all day long. Yesterday, I think we had 14 hours of college basketball which is crazy and means that I won't be getting any work done this week, but I will be watching games all day and betting on them, which is awesome. Tomorrow, American Thanksgiving, we got three NFL games. I really couldn't be happier right now. Ryan, how are you doing? Is that the wheel? Tell me how good does it feel? Well, we'll never see Ole again, unfortunately. Mix of, mixed feelings. We lost on the weekend, won Champions League. So is Carrick at the wheel now? I don't know. I'm moving on. NFL, feast week. I'm happy to be here. Before we get into this week's episode, I will give you guys a recap of picks from last week. Unfortunately, we didn't do too hot last week. I went 7-7, seven and seven, 25 and 24 overall. Ryan went 3-5. and five. He's 11-13 and 13 overall. Justin went 2-6. and six. He is 13-13 and 13 overall. That brings us to 49-50. and 50. As a podcast overall, a little bit below 500, unfortunately, but we have tons of picks in this episode, a lot of winners coming, and we are going to get above 500 and bring you guys some winners. I can promise you that. There's so much to gamble on. I'm fired up. Let's turn this franchise around, shall we? All right. Now getting into coast to coast, recapping news from across Canadian sports. Let's start with the NHL, as always. The Vancouver Canucks are 6-11-2. We just want to send our thoughts and prayers over to anyone living in BC right now with the crazy weather patterns and the floods and the mudslides. Uh, We hope that everybody's doing okay. Um, The Edmonton Oilers, 13-5. They're still a wagon, in case you forgot. Uh, But unfortunately, McDavid's 17-game point streak ends Tuesday, and it was actually the first time he was held pointless since April 29th, 2021 crazy stuff the calgary flames are 12 3 and 5 4 and 0 since we last recorded and johnny hockey was the first star of the week last week with four goals and three assists the winnipeg jets were uh, five or nine five and four the ottawa senators four eleven and one and with that they are officially in the league's basement however there is some solace in that they have only played 16 games and the coyotes have played 19 so who knows, maybe things will even out, but I think the Montreal Canadiens have some competition for the tank for Shane Wright, if you know what I mean, Ryan. But the Toronto Maple Leafs, 13-6-1, and the Montreal Canadiens are 5-13-2. But they recalled Cole Caulfield, so who knows, maybe that'll ignite the lineup with some scoring. But let's keep it moving to the CFL. Kyle, do you got any news for us this week? Not a whole lot to report on in terms of news in the CFL. Um, The only really note I have before we talk about the conference semifinals is that the Elks cleaned house, GM fired, coach fired, assistant coaches fired. They let go of everyone after a horrible season. It's not the most surprising thing ever, but they got rid of everyone. In other news, we are on to conference semifinal Sunday, this Sunday. We've got Montreal versus Hamilton. And Calgary versus Saskatchewan should be two exciting games, and I'm looking forward to see the results of those. All right. 
Now into the NBA, as per usual, we don't really have a lot to talk about about the Toronto Raptors. We're not the biggest basketball guys, um, but they are playing tonight against the Memphis Grizzlies, and they are currently sitting at 8-10, and 10, and they are 12th in the Eastern Conference, so not that great. Um, CFL, we got the finals. Ryan, tell us about it. You said CFL. I think you mean the CPL. Respect. Respect. <laughs> I apologize. Respect. No, I only know real the football. Finals, <laughs> the finals are set between Pacific and Forge, as Kyle predicted. Uh, Pacific needed extra time to beat Calvary over the weekend. I have to tell you, I was at the game with my cousin and his friends. The ref might have been the worst I've ever seen in my life. I've been to the MLS games. I've seen University. I've seen the Prem. I've seen the Championship. Doesn't surprise me. Canadian Premier League has the worst officiating. Forge took care of business. Hey, you gotta let the boys one. play. Canada knows best. You gotta let the boys play. Well, I'll tell you what. The ref is. I'm shocked he didn't get anything thrown out when he was walking to the dressing room. There's about the entire 1,500 of us all around him booing. And oh, I won't say the words because we'll keep it somewhat PG. Uh, but Forge took care of business, 3-1. Kyle and I, nice little win there in our terrible week. That was a little bit of a bright side. The final is set on December 5th at Tim Horns Field in Hamilton. Should be an entertaining game. All right. Now that that's out of the way, <laughs> um, let's get into a real sport, a man's sport, the NHL. Yeah, before we get into real NHL news, I just want to mention that the Canadian Olympic jerseys dropped um, yesterday, I think Tuesday, sparked a lot of controversy. It seemed like most people online were not a fan of them. I personally really liked them. Um, not so much the white jersey, but the red jersey was my favorite, and the black jersey I thought was really nice. I don't know, what did you guys think of those jerseys? I don't know, I've never, to be honest, I've never really been a big fan of Canada incorporating black into their uniforms, because, you know, the, our our flag is red and white but i gotta be honest i'm on your side i love them i actually think the black ones were my favorite so i was actually shocked by that but uh yeah i don't know i uh i'm on your side i I love them as well it must be a french versus english thing because i absolutely hate the black and red combo i don't know why no no (laughs) because i like the red i like the white and the red so red white i just like it originally no for the olympics I just think golden goal, sit with the red jersey, snipe goal. Let's go. Just keep it. I did see a lot of people wishing that they just kept it simple and stayed with the Vancouver 2010 jerseys. But here we are. I like the jerseys. If you don't like them, too bad. So sad. Canada's a wagon. That's all that matters. And you know what, though? At least we're not the United States. I think that their jerseys are terrible. Those are the worst jerseys I've ever seen. Uh, I was talking to somebody about them today. They said that they reminded him of a soccer jersey. I agree. I totally They're just so it. uncreative. They're brutal. Yeah, I completely agree. Speaking of another horrible jersey, onto some NHL news. The New Jersey Devils dropped their first ever third jersey in franchise history. This is actually the worst jersey I have ever seen no in professional kidding. sports. It is, for those of you that haven't seen, it's a black jersey that has a little bit of detail on the arms with like black and white patterning and then the logo says it jersey it's like they label cursive it. it says jersey as if they were putting a label on it worst jersey i've ever seen i don't know what they're doing over there martin broder designed it i think he should just focus on his enterprise rent-a-car commercials because 
Jersey designing is clearly not his thing. Extra jersey. Extra nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, it's pretty ugly. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Bradar, uh, stick to the Enterprise commercials. Oh, I thought you were about to give us some French. Bradar. No, because, because no one else would uh, understand it, unfortunately. Whatever, man. Moving on to some other news in the NHL. Surprisingly, Mason McTavish of the Anaheim Ducks was sent back to the OHL. Uh, I thought he was having a pretty great season. I mean, three points in nine games isn't a whole lot, but that's a pretty good start for your rookie season. I mean, I kind of understand why they sent him down because of the entry-level contract stuff, but still a little bit surprising. Um, Some other news. Last week, I think a day after we recorded, the Chicago Blackhawks fired Jeremy Colleton. Not much of a surprise at all. As you know, the Blackhawks started off horribly. Since then, they've actually managed to pull out a few wins. I think they might be on a four-game win streak right now. Um, so it wouldn't be too surprising if they turned it around. I mean, they made a lot of acquisitions in the offseason, and I do think they have a pretty solid um, roster, but that's just something to make note of. Well, Batman meeting with the Quebec Premier, François Legault. Uh, personally, I don't like him, but that's pretty big news for uh, Quebec to discuss a potential return for the Nordiques. Honestly, I don't know who would leave the, in the NHL. My Off the top of my head, I would automatically assume the Arizona Coyotes. Yeah, that's who it would be. So I'm all, I'm all for it. Good old Quebec rivalry between Montreal and Quebec. Fuck you, Sense fans. We need a good rivalry. Hey, we, we don't need you. We got the Battle of Ontario. Anyway, let's get, let's get into some picks in the NHL. Kyle, what do you got for us? got three picks lined up for Thursday night. First play, we're going with the St. Louis Blues, money line minus 110. They're playing the Blackhawks, although I did say the Blackhawks are on a four-game win streak. Um, I just think the Blues are a lot better team, and getting them at basically a pick against the Blackhawks, I'll take that. No problem. Next play, Columbus Blue Jackets, my, money line minus 120. They are playing Vancouver. Um, Columbus is at home. I mean, Vancouver's a train wreck right now. Um, there's going to be a move in the organization soon at this rate. Um, they don't look good. Columbus has been pretty decent, and getting them at minus 120 at home, I'll take that all day. And then my last play, Tampa Bay Lightning um, against the Seattle Kraken, and I'm taking over six goals. Seattle is a train wreck as well this year. They're nothing like Vegas was in their first season. They give up, I think, the... 29th most goals in the league. Tampa Bay obviously has great offense. I just think uh, over six is going to be an easy cash here. All right. I also have three plays as per usual. I'm taking Tim Stutzler to score plus 290 tonight, Wednesday night, the 24th of November against the Sharks. Book it. He was supposed to go to the Sharks according to the draft picks. You know, we had the Sharks the third overall pick, whatever. He's getting one tonight, little revenge game. Um, oh, and then, <laughs> and then I'm fading two uh, division leaders. I'm taking the Capitals minus one eighteen against the Florida Panthers, and I'm taking the Jets plus one twenty against the Minnesota Wild. Um, I just think it's a good value for the Jets, um, although they're on the road. Minnesota's not too far away from Winnipeg, and I think when you can get a team that's playing as well as the Jets at plus money, uh, it's yeah, uh, it's a good bet any day of the week. And then I'm just taking the Washington Capitals minus one eighteen against the Florida Panthers because. Can't stay as hot as the Florida Panthers forever. 
My bounce back week starts tomorrow. The Lightning minus one and a half against this Seattle Kraken. As Kyle said, the Kraken gave up was the 29th most goals in the league. The league's so bad. They're bad. And a Lightning team, and the line should be plus odds. I'll take that any day. Lightning minus one and a half, book it. Okay, now let's get into some NFL talk. As Kyle mentioned off the top of the show, it's feast week, so that means there's Thanksgiving football. We got a lot to to bet on and a lot to get into. And today I saw a report um, that Everson Griffin of the Minnesota Vikings um, was taken into – I'm not sure if he was taken into custody or taken into a uh, a mental hospital of some kind, Um, but he had a mental episode – and he thought that someone was trying to break into his house and made some crazy social media posts with a gun, but apparently he bought it legally. Um, we don't really have any grounds to speak on it, um, but we just want to re- bring it up and you know make sure that he's doing okay and that um, they apparently everything was handled really well. Um, but we hope he gets the help that he needs and that he can come back and uh, continue to play football. One other note I have on the NFL Reports are out that Matt Nagy is on the brink of being fired in Chicago. One report came out saying that his game on Thursday against the Lions will be his last game coaching. I don't think that's true. He came out and said that he didn't he hadn't heard anything about that. Didn't seem like a very reliable source, so we'll monitor that situation. But it's safe to say the city of Chicago wants him out at one of Nagy's son's high school basketball games. There was a student section that was chanting fire Nagy. I mean, funny, but also very tough and extremely savage. Got to feel bad for the kid who uh, is dealing with that for no reason, especially as a high school kid. So we'll see what happens in Chicago. I know most of the fans want him out. I don't think he's a very good coach, so we'll keep track of that. Before we get into our picks, I just wanted to mention that looking through the lines this week, There are a lot of sharp lines. No lines are higher than seven and a half. It's going to be a tough week of betting in the NFL. And Justin has about 12 plays, so let's see what happens. That's why I'm all over it. He's a new statistic. Battle adversity. Battle adversity. If you're a volume shooter, you just got to shoot. Eventually, you'll make one. And then don't let me get hot. All right. I have, as Kyle mentioned, a ton of plays. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight plays on my NFL slate and then I've got a few in the bankroll challenge and my lock of the week happens to be from the NFL so a ton of NFL picks coming your way but I've got a turkey day slate for you guys today I've got the Cowboys minus seven and a half against the Raiders um, the Cowboys defense played super well on Sunday um, although they ended up losing to the Kansas City Chiefs I'm also a Cowboys homer so I'm obviously going to take the Cowboys but I think they're going to bounce back uh, at home against the Raiders. So give me the Cowboys minus seven and a half. Give me the Saints plus six. They're battling injuries. But I think Buffalo's frauds. And I just wanted some action on the, the Thursday night Thanksgiving game. So give me the Saints plus six. I also have the Bears and the Lions under. This game is gross. This game is going to suck. So give me the under 41 and a half. Then for my regular weekend card. I've got the Jags plus one against the Falcons. The Falcons are not good. So give me the Jags plus one. Then I've got four unders 
all of the divisional, or I guess I have five if you include the Bears-Lions game, but all the divisional matchups, I've got Eagles-Giants under 46, Steelers-Bengals under 45, Chargers-Broncos under 48, and Browns-Ravens under 45 and a half. Unders this year in games without overtime are hitting at 60%, 90 to 60, and 56% overall. I saw in a video somewhere that interdivisional unders are hitting at like 65% since 2015. So we're trying it out this week. We're throwing shit at the wall and hoping something sticks. Give me those unders. All of a sudden, this guy decides that he's going to bet everything he has on stats. When every other week he just bets with his gut, it doesn't make any sense. To I me. went two and six last week. I had to do something to change it up. I just fell asleep listening to all that. Oh my god! The definition of insanity yeah. is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. We're changing it. How up. many more plays you want to read out before I go? What's uh, what's your source by the way for this uh, hitting at sixty percent? Maybe TikTok. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, that's got to be reliable. Very, Very reliable source. I got four picks for you guys this week. First off, we're going with Bears minus three against the Lions. I think the Red Rifle gets it done against the Lions. No matter who they start at quarterback, frankly, it doesn't matter to me. Next pick, we're going with the Raiders plus seven and a half against the Cowboys. Everyone in the States just thinks the Cowboys are the best, including Justin. I'm so sick of hearing it. The Chiefs exposed them last week. The Raiders are down right now, but I think seven and a half points is just way too much here, frankly. I'll take those points all day. I'm also taking Bucks minus three versus the Colts. Could very well be walking into a trap spot this week. Um, I mean, I'm hoping it's not too much of a trap because everyone thinks the Colts are unreal because of their big win against the Bills, but I still think the line should be more around four and a half or five. But either way, I'm going to take the Bucks minus three. And then we're going to take 49ers minus three versus the Vikings. This is definitely a trap line. Um, a lot of people are going to be taking Vikings plus three. I'm glad I will gladly take the 49ers minus three because the Vikings can beat anybody any week, but they can lose to anybody any week. And I think this week the 49ers handle business and take care of them. I absolutely love that 49ers pick just personally because I hate the Vikings. I just have a hatred for them. Why? But personal reasons I just hate the Vikings okay <laughs> my not, picks not at liberty to say why no I cannot you know it's uh, personal reasons so I'll leave it at that my first pick I can't believe I'm following the homer with us yeah I'm going Cowboys minus oh I usually tease them I usually tease them no teasing this week I just think the Raiders are flat out bad they got blown out by the Bengals last week. Got blown out by the Chiefs the week before. On a bit of a road, uh, road trip here. I think the Cowboys will blow out the Raiders. It'll be a high-scoring Thanksgiving feast. And then I'm walking with Kyle on this one. Maybe trap. I'm hoping not. Bucks minus three versus the Colts. Bills could be frauds. The Colts also aren't that great. If you can stop Taylor, you're putting the ball in Wentz's hands. So. I'll take those odds. Eagles minus three versus the Giants. Simply it's the Giants. I think Hurts is on a good stretch right here. Fly, Eagles, fly. Give me Eagles minus three. And this one could be the biggest trap game out of all, but I simply do not care. Chargers minus two and a half versus the Broncos. I just think Herbert's electric right now. 
I got smoked by him in fantasy in two out of my three leagues. Give me Chargers minus two and a half. All right. And then in the NBA, we don't have any picks. There's no NBA lines posted, and there's no games on Thursday because of Thanksgiving. So that sucks. But, Kyle, do you have any CFL picks for us? I've got one CFL pick this week. The lines are pretty sharp because it is the Easter, uh, sorry, the conference semifinals. But my one pick, we're going to take Saskatchewan minus two and a half against Calgary. Um, the main reasoning behind this pick is Saskatchewan's playing at home. They have one of the best home atmospheres in the CFL. I think their stadium fits about 60,000, and they have a very devoted fan base. It's going to be cold as shit there for the game, too. Basically, we're back in the Rough Riders because of uh, the home field advantage. Moving on to the CPL. Um, as Ryan mentioned, we are unfortunately at the end of the season. One game left, nothing but the finals. The game's on December 5th, but there aren't any lines up yet. Me and Ryan are both leaning on both teams to score, but there's no lines yet, so we can't post it, unfortunately. Should see some goals that uh, that game, Forge and Pacific, both scoring teams. It's the finals. Both teams will want to go for it. I don't think they'll sit back. Should be an entertaining final. Sure, I love the both teams to score. I think we're going to be able to catch that with ease. Moving and, on, Ryan. And the season on a good note. For sure, after a very successful season for both me and Ryan in the CPL. Ryan, do you have any college football picks for us this weekend? Yes. First game is tomorrow. It's the Egg Bowl. Kyle has a play on this too, but I'll, I'll let him say it. I am going the under 64. Personally, I saw a couple stats. Here. I'm pulling I'm pulling a Justin here. Pulling some stats that I saw. Hoping it sticks to a wall Big here. Big stat guy. Big stat guy. Under is 5-0 in the last five meetings in Mississippi State. And the under between these teams is 4-0 in the last four meetings. You know what? I'm going to take the under. And then my second pick. Texas minus three versus Kansas State. My guru last week, unfortunately he was wrong, but he's throwing me. Texas minus three could be gross, but this is redemption. Texas minus three. I like it. I've got four college football picks for us this week. First game, it is the Egg Bowl. I'm very excited to watch this game. It's a big event on Thursday night. For those of you that don't know, Mississippi State versus Ole Miss. Should be exciting. I am taking Mississippi State with the home field advantage at minus one. I've also got Fresno minus seven versus San Jose State. Fresno's got an underrated team against the San Jose State team. That's pretty disappointing. Quite a few points, but I like Fresno with the points. I've also got Nebraska plus one and a half versus Iowa. This is an absolute trap game. Um, the line doesn't make sense. As you guys know, I love taking those kind of games, so I'll take Nebraska plus one and a half. And then my last game, Tulane, Memphis, over 57 and a half. I'm going to be honest with you, these are both just two teams that love to score. I like betting these kind of games where I can just check my phone and get endless score notifications of touchdown, field goal, whatever. That's Great what this field. game is. For sure. Nothing better than that. Okay, let's jump into some college basketball. As Kyle mentioned earlier, um, there's a ton of college basketball on right now. There's some uh, Thanksgiving tournaments. I think the Maui Invitational is going on. Um, so, yeah, it's an exciting time for all sports. But, uh, you know, college basketball is back in full force, so let's bet on it. I only have one play. I'm taking North Texas plus 14.5 uh, against the Kansas Jayhawks. Now, 
Kyle called it off the top of the show when we were talking about this, or before we started recording, I should say. I like early in college basketball season. I like to take teams that were in the tournament last year. North Texas was in. They also won a game, so that's something. So I'm taking them plus plus the points against Kansas. I think their defense is going to be able to stop the Kansas offense. They only allow an average of 52 points per game and only allow their opponents to shoot 40% from the field. So I think they're going to be able to stuff them in 14 and a half is a lot of points. You know, that's what we appreciate about Justin. He gets all the stats that no one else can. <laughs> he gets in the dirty areas, does the research. And North Texas plus 14 and a half, folks. Thanks for coming He's out. A genius. For sure. I've got uh, basically two plays for us this week in college basketball. Richmond plus one and a half. They're playing Maryland. Maryland's very overrated. They were initially ranked in the top 25. Um, since then are not ranked. They're not good at all. They've struggled with some weak teams off the rip. Playing a Richmond team who's gritty and uh, I think they get the win here. And then for my other play on Thursday, unfortunately there's no line out, but we've got UConn over Michigan State. I'm going to guess the line's going to be about UConn minus five. Um, I love UConn in this spot. Michigan State's overrated just because of Tom Izzo coaching them. UConn's got a very strong roster this year, and I think they pound Michigan State tomorrow. I also lean to UConn. It's just, for me, it's the double OT game today. I just fear the tired legs. Now I'm getting into the $100 bankroll challenge. Uh, to recap last week, tough week for the boys. Tough. I went 0-2, lost $10. That brings me to 4-4 four and four overall with a total of $105.06. Kyle went 1-2 last week, lost $10.90. That brings him to 5-4 and four overall, down to $88.40. And last and certainly least, the 0-6 overall. Ryan's 0-2 last week, lost $10. How are you feeling about that? Are you ever going to deliver a winner? At this point, it's kind of impressive, the 0-6. It's almost more impressive than a 6-0, if you really think about it. But Mm. I'm telling you right now, it's the most confident I've felt ever. These three picks are going to deliver, and we're going to be slowly climbing up telling you this is going to be the greatest comeback story in the last century all right i love how not only did justin stomp on ryan's curb but he also just doxed him i just love that whatever it's the way she goes yeah tough all right i've got ten dollars on the pats minus six and a half against the titans i think early on people had or not early on in the last few weeks people were super high on the titans and now things have kind of shifted um, so I think this might be a bit of a trap. Hold game. on, hold on. High on the Titans? Not me. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I've never been high on the Titans. I've said I, Other I need to cut of you off. Colts, I need to, you need to bet no, on the Colts. No, we need to, to we need to call a timeout right now. I don't know how I glossed over this fact, but all you, I'm not gonna swear, but all you motherfuckers out there <laughs> telling me that the Titans are all this and all that and oh my god, they're unbelievable. Oh, wow. You just lost to the Houston Texans. You're pathetic. Don't forget about the it was earlier. It was like a hurricane. I, I don't care, frankly. It was a little bit of rain. You can't play through rain? 
What are you going to do in the playoffs? What if you play the Bills in Buffalo? What are you going to do? Oh, there's there's some rain, so well, we can't Derek play. Well, Henry, Derek Henry. Uh, no, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about Henry Derek Henry. He's back. injured. I don't want to hear. It's the okay. King He's not here. We'll be back. You guys are pathetic. Put all your money on Colts to win to win the division. I don't care what the line is. I don't care that they're down two wins. I don't care that they don't have the head-to-head. Titans are I'm pathetic, British. and they're going to get first round in the playoffs. Give me Pat's minus six and a half for ten dollars. I also have the Eagles minus three and a half against the Giants. Um, Jason Garrett got fired. I mean that might help the Giants, but I agree with Ryan that I think the Eagles are kind of rolling right now. I don't like to see it, but give me the Eagles five dollars minus three and a half. Then I've got five dollars on the Bears, but we'll get to that a little later as well. And then I've got a little. Little fun play, two dollars on Dak anytime TD plus three seventy five because uh, CD Lamb is questionable with a concussion. Amari Cooper still has COVID. Zeke looked like he hurt his ankle last week, so I think the Cowboys are, and Kellen Moore are gonna have to try to find something, some creative ways to score. And I think maybe some QB draws or some RPO with some QB run RPOs with some QB runs could come into play. And I think Dak gets into the end zone on Thursday tomorrow night. Not only a stats guy, but also a coach. If I hear any more Cowboys talk, I'm going to have to excuse myself. I'm getting really sick of it. Soon we're going to have, you know, Cowboys win totals going. We're going to have Zeke over 2.5 rushing yards. I'm just sick of all the Cowboys stuff and uh, getting tired of it. But for, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm getting into my plays. A one in, coming off a one and two week, I need to find some winners so that I don't end up in the basement with Ryan begging for change on the sidewalk. I've got three plays, $10 on 49ers minus three. Talked about that game earlier. I think that uh, the 49ers are going to handle the Vikings. $10 on Bears minus three. We're riding with the red rifle out of TCU. Just a legend. Not much more I need to say about that. He's going to get the job done on Thanksgiving. And then we got $5 on Tampa Bay, Seattle, over six goals. Seattle is just going to open the floodgates and get pumped. That simple. Okay. It's time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got three plays this week. They are all going to cash. $10 on Frankfurt, Berlin, both teams to score. These teams are in the German League, Bundesliga, Frankfurt, just are will score religiously and Berlin away just can't keep the ball out of the net and will play a great counter-attacking game to put the ball in Frank's first net give me both teams to score and now a little cheeky parlay $10 Wolverhampton double chance versus Norwich I think the books are way too high on Norwich after signing uh, a new manager Dean Smith and after winning two games their first two games of the year let's simmer down Give me Wolves double chance with Arsenal team total over one and a half versus Newcastle plus odds $10 and then a little cheeky $5 on Wolves money line. I just went off about how I think the the books are wrong on this. Wolves money line at plus one, two, six, cheeky $5. We're going three and oh, baby. We'll see about that. And now for everybody's favorite segment, the lock of the week, just to recap what happened last week, Kyle and I won. And shocker, Ryan lost. So he is now one three and one, and Kyle and I sit at three and two. 
as much as we like to poke fun at Ryan, we got to turn it around because we want to deliver you winners. So let's get it going. It always just fade Ryan, though. That's true. Got to think about that. That's true. Fade fade his bankroll challenge. Yeah, fade my bankroll challenge. Not. If you fade his bankroll challenge, it's a road to a thousand dollar (laughs) challenge. That's a dagger. All right. Well, my lock of the week this week is the Bears minus three against the Lions. As Kyle mentioned, I'm riding with the red rifle, the man, Andy Dalton out of TCU. Now tell me this. Riddle me this. How is a quarterback that ha- that is above 500 in his career against the NFL in Andy Dalton only favored by three points against a team that hasn't won a game and has a quarterback that threw more interceptions than touchdowns in college and has only started one career game and did not look good. I know it was a close game against the Browns on Sunday, but the Bears are a lock. Matt Nagy's going to be coaching for his job, so the team's going to be playing for his job. Give me the Bears minus three. Happy Thanksgiving. the Lions. All right. Unfortunately, I wasn't feeling a CFL play this week, even though last week we had the BC Lions. They won by about a million. Easiest win of the lock of the week history. We're going to college football, and we're taking the Texas Longhorns minus three. This is a disgusting play. Plug your nose. Submit the bet. Texas is going to win. This line makes no sense. Kansas State screwed me last week against Baylor. They're overrated. Texas is going to bear down, get themselves off the mat and the embarrassment, and they're going to beat Kansas State next week. I was, I was going off about how I loved my bankroll. So one of my lock of the weeks to get me into the win column again, Frankfurt, Berlin, both teams to score. We'll probably see some goals. I'm going to say it's going to be a 2-2 game. Bold prediction, 2-2. Give me both teams to score. Okay, and that actually concludes this week's episode. So I want to thank you all for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OverborderPod. And while you're there, go give a little look to at DGenPix on Twitter. He's on an absolute heater. Just wanted to shout him out. Life's a gamble. So why not put some money on it? (laughs) 